0: This is CarCast, where Scott drives in his car and talks to himself. Hey guys, uh, I guess it's going to be episode 2. Um, I wasn't really sure what to talk about for this episode. So I'm kind of just going to dive into the process of the, the book idea, um, see what kind of stuff I can get out and how to organize it chronologically. Um, so in order to understand exactly how the military and the deployment has impacted me, I think it's beneficial to start at the, pretty much the very beginning as far back as I possibly can. Um, and so the first relevant milestone or the you know time that I think makes sense is probably right around when I was uh, leaving high school and I didn't, didn't know exactly what I was going to do, what I wanted to do. Um, so when I was my senior year, Uh, Of high school, I had a variety of interests. Um, I was uh, in a relationship, a high school relationship. Obviously, it was very immature and stupid and and, uh, probably never should have existed in the first place. But um, it did nonetheless. And uh, so that prevented me from wanting to go very far away and um, I didn't really want to do a whole lot in college. I was really interested in getting out of the house and getting a job and becoming an adult, like feeling like I was taking responsibility for myself. Um, I really wasn't interested in being a you know traditional college kid living on campus, frat boy. Partying. I just wasn't interested in spending my time that way at all or spending, you know, years and going in debt for that experience. That, that, that didn't make sense to me. So I uh, decided to stay close to home and um, go to a, a northern Kentucky university. Uh, so living in Cincinnati, North Kentucky University was very close to home. Um, you know, maybe 20 minutes from where I lived in the suburbs. Um, so, but I didn't live on campus. I, I got moved into an apartment with uh, my brother and a, and a friend. Um, immediately got a job at the local grocery store. Immediately was paying rent. Um, I I didn't have all the bills that you know that you would have if you lived completely independently I, I was borrowing a car from somebody so I didn't pay for the car or the car insurance initially um, and my cell phone was still being paid by I don't know my grandma or something um, so I wasn't completely independent but um, I you know I paid rent I paid the utilities that we used I bought food I um, went to class sometimes. Um, you know, I had to figure out how to make all the numbers and the time work, and um, I, 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 I had that under control. That wasn't too big of a deal uh, as far as the time and money went, but um, the motivation was hard for me. I struggled uh, with not being motivated toward much of any goal it was just you know subsistence living it was just um, you know do what I have to do to pay rent the next month and that meant that school slid down the priority list Um, and for some people, that would probably be, you know, the biggest, um, I don't know, reason to not do what I did. For some people, they'd say, well, no duh, you can't, you know, live on your own and work and pay all those bills and try to, you know, be independent and go to class full time. And be successful at it. Like there's just not enough time in the day. There's not enough energy. Um, you know that's why people don't do that. And I think they're probably right. That that's probably why people don't do it because it's very very. De- it's definitely possible. I just wasn't motivated toward school. I I, you know, I had free time. I had energy. I just didn't use it all in the best way possible. To uh, you know maintain the obligations that I had made, um, which included going to school. So, um, I, I, you know, to to say that that's not possible is definitely, you know, not true to say that people shouldn't do it or can't do it is definitely not true. I think, um, you know, it's, it's a very good way to, Find out whether or not you really care enough about school to do it. It's a good way to um, get through the first you know, four years of adulthood without $100,000 in student loan debt. Um, you know, if, you, if you do it, you'll be fine and you will have very minimal debt, um, student loan debt, you know, depending on the way that you live and, and the standard of living that you try to provide for yourself. You could do it with, you know, with only student a couple, you know, thousand dollars maybe, of student loan debt. Um, you you know you don't need to have credit card debt to to be able to subside and and um, the claims that you know millennials are in a terrible situation now because they can't even afford to you know rent a place on their, you know, low income wages is absolute garbage. That's a long podcast, a couple episodes probably in itself, but I just don't buy that one bit. Um, it, it, you know, you have to be smart about where you live. Sure, you're not gonna be able to live in New York City and work at the McDonald's on the, on the corner and try to go to, you know, University of New York or NYU. It's just not going to happen. No, no. That's that is silly. That's irresponsible. That's naive and immature. If you live in a you know reasonably priced area with a cheap school, community college, uh, you know small state school, public school, um, you absolutely 100% can be independent, be a grown up, be an adult and get through school. But, at the same time, the question still remains, is that really what you want to do and what you um, should be doing? So, for me, the answer was no. I I did not need to be in school. I didn't care enough about school. What I really disliked about school, which is another whole other podcast about college and the fact that it's a humongous scam. But uh, the idea, the fact that I was, you know, I was... I was in school for computer science. I was in two or three different programming classes in the three semesters I went to school. Um, and I killed it. I was in, you know, even a, statistics, uh, statistics class, 200, whatever, statistics, 210 or something killed that. Um, I, I had no problem in the courses that I cared about that I, that I was interested in, but I was forced to take a bunch of garbage classes that I wasn't interested in. Um, and some of those classes were dictated, on, you know, forced on me because of the way that I scored on the ACT in some subjects that I literally fell asleep during the test because um, I didn't care about the, the test. So I understand that I'm, you know, I'm explaining that um, I made decisions at one point in life, like to not put my full effort into the ACT. Um, and that caused negative impacts later on. Um, and I can acknowledge that I made that decision and still believe that the ACT is silly. The, the fact that it, the ACT and the SAT are taken so valuably by colleges and everybody else is, is still silly it doesn't mean anything about how intelligent the person is. It, it, it is not a measure of how good they're going to do in college or how, um, well they did in high school. It is absolutely absurd. And, um, it's, it's not because of, you know, any negative effect that it had on me. I didn't, I'm in perfectly fine shape regardless of my ACT score, which was, wasn't bad overall, by the way. But I just, I just think that the whole process is silly. Um, So I, um, didn't like that I was having to take these courses that weren't, that I saw no connection between these courses and my career. My goal was to grow up and get a job and start a career. And I saw no connection whatsoever between these gen ed classes, history and, and reading, which I really shouldn't have been in, but, um, um, whatever else I was in, uh, I think I was in some music class. I took a music class, music appreciation or something silly. Like, I, it was just, it was just nonsense. It was just a way for the college to make more money. And, um, I was not going to do it any longer once I realized how it worked out, uh, after a couple of semesters. So I, uh, left school, um, and it, uh, joined the army instead, um, because I believed that for a long time I've really been interested in the military and um, kind of paramilitary stuff, be it um, kind of uh, law enforcement, um, SWAT, uh, played video games along those lines as a kid, um, you know, not necessarily just running gun, call of duty kind of stuff, but um, you know, I was I was genuinely interested in you know, high speed, high pace, um, tactical kinds of uh, you know jobs, careers, skills, and um, and at the same time, there were, there are plenty of benefits to it. You know, it was a way to get out of the house even further, um, go do something unique. Um, you know, I in, in in high school, I played a lot of sports. I was in a lot of groups um I had a lot of close friends and um after high school everybody leaves you know you got to grow up you got to go find other people um staying friends with your high school buddies forever I believe is very odd um but uh I I did miss you know some semblance of that camaraderie um and so I I thought that the military, uh, particularly the army, would be a uh, an interesting place to um, to go and try out and uh, you know see what it was like. Um, so I joined. I uh, planned on coming back um, to school after I graduated from basic training and got my initial training in. Um, but while I was there, that relationship that I said I was in, it ended. Um, Thank God, obviously. Uh, And um, so I came back to virtually nothing. I didn't have a job. Uh, My apartment that I was living in, uh, we had to move out very shortly after I came back. Um, So I came back to very, very little um, in in the way of work, um, prospects, um, ways to spend my free time, you know, I I was just kind of lost, and all I really knew was that I liked to use computers. I've I'd written some code previously, done some website work pre- previously, and I really enjoyed that. And um, and I was interested in taking anything I could possibly get. So, um, that's that's when I uh, got super super lucky out of nowhere. Fluke, right place, right time, kind of situation. Ended up um, being asked to interview for a small startup. Um, got that interview, got that job, and started my civilian career as a software engineer. Now, um, so being a programmer, developer, um, and that that really took my life in. A different direction. Um, obviously, I was making money. I had purpose. I was excited. I, you know, bought my first vehicle. I um, was really was really looking forward to what was coming next. Um, and uh, you know, the, the next chapter, the next episode of this will probably be, you know, uh, starting off somewhere around um, the. The year that my wife and I, my now now wife and I get together um, and uh, my military career and my civilian life kind of um, come to a head and, you know, you got to do what you got to do, but um, it's not always fun and um, in retrospect, you wouldn't have it any other way, so... I will pick up there, um, next time. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and I, uh, look forward to, uh, talking at you again. Hey, uh, I hope you, enjoyed, uh, that, little rundown of, a couple years of my life, my young adulthood, my, um, intro to the military, intro to my civilian career, um, from there things get pretty busy and, um, start changing up, you know, pretty fast and furious, so I'm trying to split it up, um, chronologically and logically, um, so in a way that, uh, makes sense and you can kind of understand how I got where I am, but, um, for now I guess, uh, I'm gonna sign off this episode, um. Tomorrow morning my brother just confirmed that he's gonna uh, try to jump on with me and we'll try to have a conversation. This one won't be about me it'll probably be about um, your you know personal career um, changes you know picking jobs, um, going out on limbs, trying to do what uh, whatever you can, what's best for you and taking care of yourself. Um, and not your employer, um, but uh, we'll see where that conversation goes. Hasn't even happened yet. Um, that's just kind of the the idea we got. So um, be sure to you know like subscribe to the RSS feed, um, follow um, this podcast, however you can, from whatever platform you're getting it on, and uh, hopefully you'll be able to uh, you know be notified of, uh, the next episode coming out. This should be sometime tomorrow. Uh, this app makes it way too easy. So I'm probably gonna be pumping out content pretty quickly because I have nothing else to do when I drive. So, uh, I will see you next time.